Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew. You want to make a podcast? Yeah, what, what do you got? So I got a submission in this week. Uh, this one comes from uh, Saravent Costumes again. Uh, the title of this one is My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and Me, and Me, and Me, and Me, and Me, and Me. <laughs> so <laughs> how many and me's are there? <laughs> Uh, I think one too many, actually. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> so there, so we can. Nope, hypoth- I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hypothetically, we have in front of us several, several brothers, and several mm-hmm. me's. Are the yes. me's related to the brothers, or do you think each brother is paired with their own me? Do you think it's a my brother and me, my brother and me, and my brother and me, or like how do you think the pairings go? So I think that clearly this is uh, one person, they're five clones, and they're six brothers. <laughs> so so we got six dudes, host prime, and then five other hosts. Okay. Like, host being a character name. Everyone's a co-host. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that many people on a podcast is just going to be too much to listen to. I think it'll be bad. I think it also... The thing about my brother and my brother and me is that you don't know which one the me is, even though it's obviously Justin. Um, this one, I feel like it's very obvious which one the me is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way you've pathed it, because there's there's many of the one. How do you know which yeah. one's the real me though? Uh, probably because the little the other ones are just gonna be babies. Because oh, they're clones. babies. So we haven't like yeah. enhanced their aging. Right? Look, we're not that far into the technology, Riley. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I get it. I'm I get starting it. to think. I, I'm starting to think this one's bad. Uh, do you have a different pitch for us? Yeah, this one is uh, from uh, my good friend Ray. Um, <laughs> d- DM to me in a Discord DM podcast, which is as boring as humanly possible. Why you tell me? So I think this one's great because sometimes Andrew, I don't want to do a joke. Sometimes uh-huh. I don't want to have a good time. Sometimes I just want to show up. I want. I need to. I need to bang out the podcast and get out. And I think if this one's perfect for that, because I can just show up and I can just say words and not make it funny or not make it enjoyable. Here's the problem. Yes. You live life on the edge, Uh and I like to take everything one step at a time and live to the extreme. Mm -hmm. What can we talk about that's boring enough that, like, would accomplish this goal? What's the most boring thing that you have to do on a, a daily basis? most boring thing I have to do on a daily basis is teach a customer how to extend the harness for their pet. Um, you know how like a backpack extends where you push the one part into the other and then pull it down? Yeah, I do that pretty often. Yeah, yeah. Apparently a lot of people have never seen it in their life and it is some sort of like whole, like ancient arcane magics because they're always like, is this is this as big as this gets? And it's like as it's super small and I'm like, no. Let me um do that. They're like, whoa, how'd you do that? And I'm like, well, you push the one strap up into here, and then you pull that one down, and then it just, you know, like a backpack that you've used in your life? So, okay, I'm, I, 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 I get this, because I also used to work in retail service where I would, um, so I, I worked at a used DVD store uh, mm-hmm. where a good part of my day was um, a customer would come up, and they would say, hey, do you have a copy of the lost boys on dvd and i'd say let me check and i'd pull up our system and look it up and it would say yep we got one copy of the lost boys in and i'd say okay and i'd say it looks like we do have a copy and they would say okay because i can't find it um on the wall of two dollar 22 cent dvds and i would say okay i guess i'll go help you with that 
and then I would go and I would sort through all of the L titled DVDs to see if I could find this DVD for a person. Um, and I know what I made an hour, and there were definitely times when it was not cost-effective for me to spend a good 30 minutes trying to find one $2.22 DVD for our customer. Yep. Just on yep. a business perspective, you're losing money on that transaction, even if we do find the DVD. Uh-huh. Uh, th- this brings me to a new idea, podcast video, which is just uh, retail is hell. Or hell yeah, is retail. So, yeah, but this isn't. So it has. To, this isn't customer horror stories. It's no. just like customer mundanity stories. Yeah, it's customer mundanity. But like, I just want to bring a. Pl- I have a place to kind of bring in. Uh, bring in people who worked in retail. Sit them down and go. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> just let yeah. Them like back, I, you know? I come in and I say, hey, uh, today. Um, look, so I don't have this job anymore, so I'm pretending a bit, but like, hey, today, uh, another customer made the, um, I couldn't find the price tag, which means that this is free. Uh, mm-hmm. they made that joke for me again. Yep. I, today a customer came in and I had to be like, and they, they were like, how's it going? And I was like, I'm alive. And they, they were like, yeah, what a wild world we live in, huh? At least everything's going back to normal. And I'm like, no, it's not. Chicago is rolling back again. <laughs> Like, I all right <laughs> have a good <laughs> yeah uh today different job today i had to drive into the uh the family video again even though uh it is a blizzard outside uh and every single customer walked in today and said wow i can't believe you're open why are you here working and i had to say i'm here because you're here yep <laughs> customers don't like it when you turn it back around uh... <laughs> yeah they don't like it when you point out that uh they're complicit yeah, uh, this podcast is just bumming me out, Riley. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Let me hit you with this one that Ray has here. Another another suggestion from my good friend Ray. Uh, a yeah. podcast that embodies pure rage. We just described it. That's the back <laughs> half of every episode. You're right. You're right. How about you take one? What do you got? Sure. Uh, so I got one uh, from my co-host on the Argonauts, Marn. Uh, a podcast where we rank every single actor named Tom. Huh. Control T, IMDb, Tom. I'm going to try and name who I think the most middle-of-the-road Tom actor is. And then we'll base it, we'll start from there. We'll go from, yeah. from there in either direction. So, I think Selleck. Tom Selleck is our middlest Tom? I think so. I'm name no me an actor that is <laughs> slightly better than Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Well, here, here I think I think that way, like... Down that path lies lies tear, so I think I think what we could do, what would like what like the other idea of how we can make this happen, is uh-huh. I name like I name another Tom and then you place it above or below Tom Selleck. So I go Tommy Lee That's Jones. That's fair. Ooh, above, above, cool. Now you name one. Uh, middle Middleston Middleton, the one that dated Taylor Swift and played Loki. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Tom Hiddleston, Middle, Middleford. I think, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, I think, is below Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Above Selleck, though? Above Selleck. Okay. Then I I say Tom Holland. Below all of them? You don't like the Spider-Man boy. He's good at being a little Spider-Man. That's Ooh, about yeah. all he does. You got him. I mean, he's 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 good as a Spider-Man, but like, where's the range there? Oh, that's fair. That's fair. All right, all right. Uh, 
Tom Cavanaugh. I, I, I put, don't know who that is. That is Harrison Wells on The Flash. He is actually our top-ranked Tom. <laughs> can't be over Hanks. Uh, so H- Hanks is above him? Uh, can't, can't not be. Tom Hanks? Where's Cruz fit in? Cruz, I think I would put in over under Tommy Lee Jones, honestly. Interesting. Because I think Tommy... They both only do one thing. And I I feel like... You're going to get a lot of heat from our mutual friend Joe for this one, but I think you're right. Joe's not going to listen to this podcast. That's fair. Uh... Shout out to Joe. (laughs) I, I don't think that the Tomcast has a lot of legs. Are you sure? Because I'm feeling I, I I'm like <laughs> I'm starting to dig through here. Go and go. What else do we have? What other Toms do I know? We could do a a bracket podcast of Toms, and every week we have to like randomize it so it's like a double blind thing. Tommy was so. Fuck. Is he Fuck, above? That's Tom a Tom. Cruise? Uh, he's above Cruz. Is he above Jones? Well, so here's here's the thing. The thing with him is that he's like a parabola. It's just uh-huh. that he's on the opposite end of everyone else, but he is mm-hmm. at the top. He's at the top? I think that's fair. He's like compelling and interesting and fascinating and magnetic on screen, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's very hard to compare him. Yes. I've got Tom Petty, who has been in a movie underneath Tom Cruise, but above Tom Hiddleston. I think he's got to go lower than that. I think he's under Hiddleston. Is he above Tom Selleck or is he under Tom Selleck? Probably above Selleck. All right, all right, all right. See, I I think this one does have a lot of. Does Lily Tam- Tomlin uh make the list? She's a Tom, yeah. Uh, she's definitely a Tom. Um, and I gotta say, better than Selleck. Better than Tom Selleck. <laughs> now i do think this has legs and i think we put it i think we're gonna put a pin in this because we should go to other ideas because i could just do this podcast i could just continue to do this podcast because i think it's legitimately something if your name um, is tom and you want to do this podcast reach out we only require two percent what <laughs> what is the what is the name of the podcast we have to name this one uh we have to name this one we have to name i'm putting tom um, sharpling above tommy lee jones okay you disagree? Um, Greg Universe? I, yeah, oh, you don't like children's shows. Hmm. Is it Thomas Universe? Adventure Tom. <laughs> I'm putting Tom Sharpling under Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, what is the name of this show? Uh, is it is it Tom Many Cooks? Too Many Toms? That, absolutely, Tom Many Cooks. You got it. You got Tom, it. You got Tom it. Tom Many Cooks. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll come back to that um here i let me let me pull up uh one over here one from our our hashtag list um my good buddy quinn wilson not this isn't quinn wilson actually this is this is just quinn uh at pos underscore ibly um wait i have an idea watch the entire pokemon anime as if it were a profit profit and then at the end of the episode predict what is going to happen in the future now i think this is a suggestion for an idea that like we don't watch the whole season and then guess what's going to happen next episode. We utilize each episode of Pokemon and then go like, ah, what will happen in 2021 because of this episode? What is this foretelling? Also, you're... this is this is just never believe it. But <laughs> you're you're saying that we use the Pokemon anime as if they're tarot cards or as if I'm they're saying... <laughs> some kind of divining tool. 
The Pokemon anime is an Oracle deck. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so so uh, each week we get a guest that comes in and says, "Hey, um, hey, I have a I, I, I have a problem. You know, I work for a tech company. We're having a real big product launch. I want to know how this is going to go." And I pull up a random episode of Pokemon, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm doing right now. Don't you worry. I go cool. I'm glad that you have you you come to me with this question. Um, let me let me answer this for you. And I flip out my book. I I, sh- I shake it out, and I go to here. I got one right here. Uh, pops out. Uh, season five, episode seven, dueling heroes. For the record, uh, random Pokemon episode generator is a thing that exists. Um. The description of this episode, as the final round of the World Cup begins, Ash and Misty much east each face formidable opponents. Ash is as Kingler transferred from Oak's lab in preparation, but when he and Totodile begin their first battle, they must face an opponent with a powerful Kingdra. So, for this one, we say, you know, hey, uh, you know, you've got your big tech project coming up. Um, you're going to need to draw on someone from the past or something that you did before uh, and bring it with you and combine it with something in the present but uh it's gonna be a slog be ready <laughs> hmm. I, li- I like this idea but i think that there's i think that i think i i i don't know if it has legs because what if someone just waits to ask their question for like the pokemon episode that's coming up next what if they're like ah i know that they've been watching this in in order well i'll catch them on season two episode three so that way they can sure sure, sure. So that's why that's why i can't i have to i have to step away from that one actually okay i get it i get it uh well uh i knew that was gonna happen because last night i watched an episode that gave me a seizure um (laughs) we got a good one that came in last night from our friend uh at sea excursion uh who says uh instead of a bracket (laughs) podcast a brisket podcast a brisket podcast sounds amazing what is each week we both make a brisket and we come back to each other and talk about what we did with it uh that would be an ex- you, you know how so um most podcast 90% of podcasts are created as a way for people to excuse themselves for doing a thing like mm-hmm. people make movie podcasts cuz they want to watch more movies right yeah. it's not yeah. cuz they're like i'm a font of knowledge about movies yes Th- wanting to make more brisket is the purest reason mm-hmm. to start a podcast i can think of and then you have a patreon that just pays for you to go to your local butcher and buy brisket <laughs> exactly yeah absolutely yeah the uh, the the episodes will literally get better and better and better as you get more patrons because you get the the choicier cuts i love that eventually you're making like kobe brisket i love this idea i love this idea a lot Ugh. the brisket the brisket bracket i like brisket this. bracket the brisket bracket wait brisket bracket why well, the, the bracket was in the na- in the description, but I don't think that's I don't think it is. A, I don't think it's a bracket. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say is how would that work? I guess yeah. we would make sixteen different briskets, and then we would put them up against each other in a <laughs> sort of chili cook off. <laughs> Turns off the one I made first is the worst one. Uh, it's cold <laughs> got... and kind of grimy. <laughs> I mailed it to Andrew, and it just didn't hold well. <laughs> This this suggestion comes from at Rev Rybread on Twitter. Uh, submitting uh, to the consideration of the Discourse Society. <laughs> is that the, that's the title? That's the pitch or the title? Ooh, it, I, um, it's definitely the tagline. 
So this would be the most controversial podcast of all time, where we just go on and say a hot take. Ooh, so I was reading this as an audience suggestion podcast, where like someone messages us and goes, Hi, I'm submitting for the consideration of the Discourse Society, um, PewDiePie is a war criminal, or something. And we would then like take in and dig into that discourse, and like go like, yes. PewDiePie is a war criminal. I am comfortable in saying that. Approved by the Discourse Society. See, I took this as uh, it's like a five-minute podcast. Uh, we start the show. We do our theme music. We play all three of our ads for the episode. I tell you about the uh, the Alienware Battle Station. And then um, I step up to the mic and I uh, clear my throat and I say something like, Adventure Time wasn't that good there are a lot better shows you should have spent your time watching instead. Uh, and then we do our two other ads and then I leave. It's basically the clickbait podcast. So we are not the discourse society. We are the people submitting. The audience is the discourse society. Mm, so we are way judged and measured by the audience. Yes. This is, that's interesting. Do they do they get to make their words known at all? Do we do we ever like do like a uh, approval roundup where we talk about which ones made it through and which ones didn't? No, this is just this is just the hot takes so that we can like get money. Basically, every episode is going to be like one weird fact you didn't know about Adventure Time, uh, and then I I'll get up and I'll say it's bad, um, and then that's the episode, and we'll have like four ads running so that we get paid a lot just by uh -huh. clicks. Uh -huh. We've uh -huh. made the uh -huh. clickbait podcast. This is bold. I'm very I'm very intrigued by this idea. I'll table it next to Tom Many Cooks. What is the name of this show? Uh, I think for the consideration of the Discourse Society. All right, all right, all right, all right. What do you have? Do you have Do you have another thing sitting over there? Um. Yeah, so I've got a title here. Um, I got one. This one came in from at We Are Alexandra on Twitter. Uh, the title I want to pitch to you is, Hi, dog. Uh, Death of the Arthur. Oh, are we killing Arthur? I think that we are it, doing it. I just, big brain. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, large Absolutely. brain. Hit um, me. Poirot is in the public domain. Poirot Who? rolls up to an L. Poirot. He's a, he's, it's a Belgian, um, it's an Agatha Christie thing. He's a Belgian. Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Her yeah, I, I've Poirot. never heard him said out loud, actually. Yeah, Hercule Poirot. I'm, reali you know? I'm, real I'm realizing it's not... <laughs> Play rot. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He he strolls up to an elementary school and guess what? Arthur's been murdered. <laughs> and it is a <laughs> audio drama. Where so Hercule we'll... Poirot who has, <laughs> has to find out who killed this aardvark. <laughs> so we, we get a grim, gritty mystery set at uh, their elementary school. Um we see all these side characters, brains involved, Binky's involved, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Buster's involved. Did they all start with bees? They might have. You get you DW doesn't. You get, you get BW. You get Brancine. You get um, the um uh now DW. I know you did not love your brother, but I Hercule Poirot do not dictate you as the murderer. <laughs> and that and shit. then so. And then we get to have like a a sitting room scene with all of the 
characters from the show. So you get like Muffy's there that's like, I'm too rich to have murdered Arthur. I wouldn't want his commoner blood on my hands. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, that checks out. Like, that's Muffy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then it turns out that Muffy did kill Arthur. Right, because she did want his commoner blood on her hands. Um, You get Mr. Ratburn, who's just like, well, I couldn't Uh have done it. Yeah, we get we get everyone in the room. I'm a wonderful gay rat. I would have never murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murder on the Arthur Express. They all did it. <laughs> Hastings uh. is there and is like, these are all talking animals. And Paula is like, yes, I, you would say that, yes. <laughs> Uh, so I got I got another idea for us. Uh, mm-hmm. This one came in from at Pagetish, uh, who says a speed run randomizer, but for cocktails. Ooh! So we're just throwing together alcohol and drinking all episodes. <laughs> yes. Um, each episode starts with us just like picking like at mm-hmm. random four bottles from whatever our uh, bar shelf is. Mine's dangerously low these days. Uh, mm-hmm. We we get a variety of things. We mix them together in various amounts, and uh, I guess the speed run is just like whichever one of us dies first. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I love that. Um, I do unfortunately have a uh, have another idea for a podcast, which is Riley answers their phone in the middle of a podcast to go downstairs and pick up Popeyes. <laughs> Showing up through Postmates. Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Never mind. My wife is going to get it. Your wife's great. I love Mandy. We, hey, this is a wife appreciation podcast. <laughs> Hi, we're wife guys, and we're here to talk to you about podcasts. Um, I love. Man, this I co- would have been a wife guy, but this damn pandemic. <laughs> you are simply fiance. Guy. I have to be a fiance simp for another two, another year. <laughs> a fiance simp. Fuck. <laughs> Oh no, we gotta leave that whole part in. Yeah. So I can see the fiance simp joke. Um, you got another podcast for us? I I love the speedrun podcast, but I'm afraid that we will actually die. And so I have a podcast from my friend, uh, my my good friend Tanner here, uh, who is at Sparky Upstart on Twitter, who says, uh, "It's the title of a podcast, uh, Piano Rimo." Let me P- spell Piano Rimo to get to, so make sure you get the joke. Here. Is this Nano Remo, but for pianos? It, yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. You have okay, to, you have to write a sonata. <laughs> so you write November. one sonata every day. <laughs> Riley, I gotta, I gotta admit, is a sonata big? Hey Google, what's a sonata? A composition for an instrumental soloist, often with a piano accompaniment, typically in several movements with one more more in sonata form. What? Okay, so it's it's big. You don't okay. So you need to make a whole sonata by the time you're done. Uh-huh. So you, we got we got one month to make a sonata. Mm-hmm. And I guess we call each other like we'll probably have to do it like daily just to make sure that we're on the right track. But like we mm-hmm. call each other and say, "Hey, here's my here's my my song." Boop 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 boop. Is this good? And then I have to try and think what did I just say because I recognize it, but I have no idea what I just sang. I recognized it too, and I was like, I cannot pull it up in my brain. Daft Punk. 
do it harder makes us better or maybe not daft punk but the kanye backing track from uh that 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 don't don't kill me can only make me exactly exactly stronger yeah um So, yeah, so I, I play that for you, and you go, you just made Stronger by Kanye West's backing track. And I go, fuck. Uh, and then the next day we come back and we just, like, keep workshopping a Panano, a, a, a Panano Sonata? A, a Panera Sonata? A Panera Sonata. We've hollowed out bread to make it a flute. <laughs> <laughs> New idea. I'll, I'll explain how I got here in a second, the TikTok apotamus. <laughs> TikTok apotamus. Mm-hmm. We are. Well, Andrew, what do you think the TikTok TikTok apotamus is? It's. So I think that this is a audio fiction podcast. It's a grim, <laughs> gritty, personal account of um. It's a sequel you know? to the murder on the Arthur Express. <laughs> yeah. No. So you know, there's um. There's a documentary about a guy whose like hobby is to be a scary clown, and he like gets hired by people to be a scary clown. Do you know what I'm talking about? I that sounds believable. It just sucks that that I, exists. I, yeah, I assure you this exists. Um, but like it's that except it's the guy who who dresses up as a uh, a, a hippopotamus to scare people out of doing TikToks. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of like half finished TikToks where somebody starts, they get on and they're starting to talk about their day, and then they go, "What? What was that?" And then the lights flash down the hall, and there's just like a a man in a hippo costume, and then a yeah. scream, and then the TikTok is cut short. Yeah, exactly. It's like synthrat TikTok, but more nefarious. What? What if we made an Argon TikTok about a monster that was hunting TikTok? Uh, TM 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 TM. We own that. Don't make that one. That's a very good web fiction idea that, like, you could do. Honestly, is like you have a normal TikTok, and then like you start introduce slowly introduce again, do anything, and then start slowly introducing horror elements, and it's like this rules. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of, uh, keep an ear out for the next couple episodes where we'll start introducing our new friend, the Strangler. <laughs> the Strangler. Uh, I got a yeah. pitch. And it goes from... great when you introduce a uh, horror creature as a joke, and then you definitely don't get actually haunted by the Strangler. Yeah, yeah. That's um. It's it's gonna be like I can't wait till my funeral in like two years where they're gonna be like, wow, uh, isn't it weird that he predicted this on the podcast um, before he got strangled? Or he got strangled. Well, if only we had any clues. If only. And and then, wait, what is this? It's a dead drop. Oh, it's a dead drop because he died. (laughs) There's a file in here, and it's in the Cesarean cipher. (laughs) TM, 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 Uh, So, I got got an idea. Janie writes in and says, uh, a gaming podcast, but you can only play games from a decade ago. Um, Ooh. That sounds like this? most gaming podcasts. Ding! <laughs> Got him! Got him! Boom! Bam! Hi-ho! Hi-ho! 